If I told you half the things I've heard about this Jabba the Hutt, you'd probably shot him. I'm here, Jabba. Then wait. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of Blabba 2.0. Illustrious Jabba bids you welcome and will gladly pay you the reward of 25,000. So the only thing that you can tell me is that I will find Jabba at Jabba's palace. I am your host, Kate, and I'm here with Gary O'Toole. How's it going, Gary? Been too long, Kate. I know. Been a while. And you might realize someone's missing. (laughs) Our fearless leader, Jamie. We are going to miss him. (laughs) I'm sure he'll still be around at some point. Yeah, we'll have to drag him in here for an episode once in a while, I think. (laughs) But if you miss the sound of Jamie's voice, you can head over to Nerd Club, the more pop culture encompassing podcast that he has started. So we'll go ahead and put a link over there. But yeah, we are the new Blah Blah the Hut podcast. So it's going to have a lot of the stuff you loved before. Of course, Star Wars and Ireland. So I thought this would just be a good opportunity to introduce ourselves, Gary. People might not be as familiar with you especially or if they're just coming in fresh they might not know anything about us so maybe we can start off with our star wars backgrounds our podcasting experience that kind of thing do you want to go first uh yeah sure so my name is gary o'toole and i am from dublin ireland i'm possibly more popularly known by my how can i put this uh, nom the plume plo cool um i've been the the head kind of writer and content creator for Blab of the Hut pretty much we've kind of been with Jamie from the start really haven't we well you more so than me mm-hmm. but um, my primary background in sort of Star Wars and podcasting would have been I would have been on a lot of the uh, online forums you know discussing scripts and plot holes and working out ways for scripts to um, sync together that sort of would have been how I would have been known on online but more so now I would be known for making uh, guest appearances I've been lucky enough to appear on the Star Wars post podcast hosted by our good friend Max which unfortunately isn't going anymore it was a sensational podcast and we uh, we miss him as well and I guess outside of that I would be more known through the Star Wars community for my role with the uh, 501st Legion and the Emerald Garrison where I serve as a public relations officer for the 501st Legion Ireland Garrison. So yeah, that's pretty much my background in a nutshell. Very cool. Uh, so what's your first Star Wars memory? I think my first real Star Wars memory that I I suppose I am drawn to is Anakin Sith Eyes from Revenge of the Sith. That will always be my Star Wars movie. I was... Uh, prequel child so that's where my I suppose my real deep love and infatuation with Star Wars began awesome very good alright so I guess I will go ahead with my introduction my name is Kate you guys might know me as BB Kate or at Kamadu on Twitter yeah I'm a big Star Wars fan in case you haven't already realized that (laughs) Especially the droids. And you were bestowed a title, yes? Well, oh yes, I forgot one, didn't I? 
Tell the people your title. Queen of Droids. Thank you. So yes, you may you may address me as the Queen of Droids, um, which I attained that title just by my massive love of droids, especially astromechs, and especially BB-8 and R2-D2. And of course, after episode 8 came out, I became a huge Porg fanatic. <laughs> so I tend to go for the super cute, nice little creatures and droids and that kind of thing. I'm excited for Dio um, in the next movie. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've been I've been a Star Wars fan since the re-releases came out in the late 90s. So ever since then, and then of course with the release of the prequels, I was super into that. And ever since then, and especially, you know, with the sequels now, um, my fandom has really increased, especially thanks to podcasting. I've been podcasting about Star Wars in one form or another since... I want to say 2014, so right before The Force Awakens came out. So I started on this little podcast called Who Wars, which was a uh, Doctor Who Star Wars crossover podcast. So that was a lot of fun. One fandom we disagree on. (laughs) That is true. You just got to give it a chance, though, Gary. I just, Doctor Who is just one that I never got into, so hey. Hey. That's all right. Um, but yeah, so that was a lot of fun doing that. And then um, as that podcast was ending, that's when um, I came aboard to blah, blah. So that's been a lot of fun. Just, um, you know, the the Irish side of it. Oh, I don't think I mentioned I'm from Arizona. So it's kind of a, an interesting podcast, and which will keep that dynamic, you know, with the desert versus Ireland Thing. We'll keep that going. <laughs> and the different time zones. Yeah, so it, it can be a challenge, you know, when we're eight, seven, eight hours apart to get a time to record. But we'll get it done, folks. We'll get it done. We'll make it work. <laughs> and so, you know, with my podcasting with Blaba, it's had some very cool opportunities. Um, I've been able to get over to Ireland two times now visit Skellig Michael, visit Ballyferder, where they filmed a lot of episode eight. So it's been some fun times. Shout out to all our friends in Ballyferder and Port McGee. Absolutely. I hope I get to go back again sometime too. I'm only back from it a, a couple of weeks. Yeah. So that actually, that might tie into our next segment kind of nicely. So if you guys listened to Blaba before, you might remember we would kind of start off things by asking, how was your week in Star Wars? So let's go ahead. And, you know, since this is our first episode and we haven't talked for a while, we can we can expand that to more than a week. We'll just say, how what have you been up to Star Wars wise? So my May of Star Wars has been very busy. Um, May the 4th, as everybody is no doubt aware, is Star Wars Day. And it is also the time of the year when the biggest Star Wars festival in Ireland is actually held. So myself and my 501st Legion brothers and sisters were actually invited down to Port McGee as one of the main attractions for the May the 4th festival. Port McGee? Porg McGee, yes, absolutely, <laughs> and there are pictures with the sign. 
And we also, uh, yes. you might like it, we also recreated the Abbey Road photograph, the album cover, Walking yes, Across I the Road. That. that was amazing. Yep, it was it was pretty cool. And we were one of the, um, the, the star attractions. Obviously, people will know the 504th Legion as us having movie-accurate Star Wars costumes. So we had various events on throughout the days. I was one of the lucky few to go out on one of the boats to Skellig Michael to do a professional media photo shoot. Nice. Which was very, very nice. Unfortunately, one of my costumes uh, took some battle damage on the boat due to a, a wave. But, oh, no. Yeah, uh, a wave sideswiped us and uh, my Thai pilot chess box got absolutely destroyed. But um, oh, it's okay. No. It's No, it's okay. It's repaired. Uh, so that was... That's good. So, so that was a, a fantastic event and we actually had drones fly over as we had a 300 lightsaber drone battle or sorry lightsaber <laughs> battle with the drones flying over which was absolutely fantastic and we had outdoor movies at night which was pretty spectacular as well crazy yeah and that was I suppose the the big big event that we had going on in Star Wars and then yesterday one of the main charities in Ireland, Pieta House, which is a charity um, which deals with um, suicide and self-harm. We actually had a fundraising event in one of our local convenience stores out there. And we actually managed to raise over a thousand euro for that charity. Brilliant. Yeah. And also, I forgot to mention with, um, the, with Port McGee, we also actually managed to raise over... 2600 euro for the various Irish charities we're associated with that's so cool yes it's fantastic so all in all um, May has been a very very busy month for me in Star Wars and added to that my new costume is just about finished ready to go so that'll uh, that'll be nice to get that finished so can you tell us a little bit about your new costume so my new costume is an a new hope stormtrooper yeah so it's going to be the the full shebang and within the costuming um rule books and guidelines of the 514 there are three levels of accuracy and i am hoping to build all the way up to the highest level of accuracy which would be described as a centurion level stormtrooper which would mean that it is essentially mm. a movie accurate replica of the a new hope kit themselves wow that's crazy yeah so yeah that's been uh that's been my month in star wars kate um sure yours has been pretty uh interesting with everything you had going on so <laughs> can you give us a little bit of a bit of a rundown yeah definitely um, so for May the 4th this year, I didn't really have any major plans, um, kind of stayed at home cause I'm in the middle of a big move. So I kind of was like, I had, um, I want to say probably the original trilogy on in the background packing, that kind of thing. Um, but my big Star Wars activity this last month was for Phoenix Fan Fusion. This is what used to be called Phoenix Comic Con which they changed the name to avoid being sued by um, other entities. <laughs> but it was a great year for Star Wars fans there. It was almost like a little mini Star Wars celebration. So I got to see the awesome panels with Billy D. Williams, Ray Park, and Brian Herring, which, you know, 
the puppeteer behind BB-8 was definitely a highlight for me to see. So that was a lot of fun. And there were some fantastic costumes as well with some of the post uh, the pictures that you posted on the Blabba Insta page. Yeah, definitely. Lots of great Star Wars cosplay this year, like every year. And I was noticing a lot of Rey this year. Rey just continues to like escalate in popularity, it seems like. So that's really awesome to see. Especially some really tiny little girls like dressing as Rey. So I love to see that. Um, what else? Um, there was a lot of Mandalorian. Um, I don't know if that's just because of the TV show coming up or the Ma- the Mandalorian Mercs, maybe. I think they come every year. But there was a lot of Mando stuff. Um, what else? There was, I saw a really good Leia one. We'll have to, um, put a link for some of these maybe, or just head over to our social media and you can see some of them. I probably have some more to post too that I haven't. Yeah, and it was nice everything. to see. It was nice to see some um, Inferno Squadron costumes as well. All kinds of craziness. There even was some like EU stuff, so that's kind of cool to see. People love their Star Wars, <laughs> and people love their non-canon stuff. Yeah, definitely. Actually, Kate, speaking of crazy. Did you see my little purchase that I got a couple of weeks ago, the uh, vinyl set? I managed to get a holy grail of my collection, something that I've been missing completely. Oh yeah, go on. It was actually a limited collector's edition vinyl set that was released that has the John Williams scores and all the extras all in one vinyl set. Oh, nice. So it's a, is it the entire OT? It's the entire uh, prequels and OT. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's the prequels well and done. the OT. Um, and I had been tracking a couple of sets for a number of years. And, you know, I lost out due to the price was the, the biggest issue regarding that. And then yeah. I managed to be put in contact with a private seller and we had been chatting away back and forth and it turned out that he had actually had a set not even out of the plastic that had wow. actually been been sitting on a bookshelf for a number of years. <laughs> wow. Look and at you, you got your connections. and. Yeah, I was I was very, very lucky. And you know the way they say if something sounds too good to be true? Uh huh. So that's what I was thinking. You know, we were sort of talking back and forth and negotiating price, and I was waiting for the seller to to get it out of storage so that I could have a look at it. Wow. And I was informed then that um the pictures would be sent to me. Mm-hmm. So I I put the brakes on a little bit, going okay, let's see how this develops. And nope, sure enough, the pictures were sent, and <laughs> I couldn't believe it. Uh, they weren't even out of the plastic. But the plastic wrap when they're first purchased. Wow. I I genuinely couldn't believe it. And then when we started <laughs> negotiating price and we agreed on a final price, my jaw hit the floor. <laughs> so I had spoken to a couple of members of my family because they know I had been after this for so long. Mm-hmm. And when they heard what the price was, they basically said to me, if you do not get this at the price you have been quoted, you will regret it big time. Hmm. 
so i was more than happy i purchased it and i was blessed that it was from a seller in europe so the packaging everything was in english so i didn't have to worry about anything like that so any of the books and extras are good and coincidentally then once it arrived and i put up pictures and things like that i had everybody message me you know where did you get it what did you pay for it a colleague of mine who's a big um john williams fan similar to myself he had actually been talking to a private seller in Europe as well and for a brand new copy, so exactly what I had, the price was nearly 700 more than what I was quoted. Whoa. Yeah, so um, I still have people messaging me asking me where did I get it and what did I pay for it and <laughs> I, posted pic- I posted pictures up online of it and I just had messages coming from everywhere. It was insane. <laughs> so it seems like it wasn't just a, a holy grail for me. It seems a lot of people were wanting to track this down. And funnily enough, I was actually going to send you the link later on. There's actually a YouTube Q&A for like an hour and a half with the team that actually put it together all those years ago. Apparently, it was a big thing when it was done. But obviously, I had just seen the vinyl set. I had no idea there was this big story behind it. So it's it's pretty friggin' cool. That's awesome. It's crazy. Did you open it or are you leaving it... Unopened. No, no, I, I, I will be opening it because um, I am going to be getting a new vinyl player. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, and I mean, there's nothing like the sound of John Williams on vinyl. Very cool. Yeah, so speaking of craziness, that's just about as crazy <laughs> as it gets. Yeah, man, we might have to like start a segment on here, like awesome deals we find. <laughs> Heck yeah. That'd be fun. Very be cool. wicked. All right. So I think that is pretty good, like, introductions for us. And hopefully you got to know us a little better now. Um, I do have a little bit of audio I was able to get at Phoenix Fan Fusion. So I think I'll go ahead and play that now. Sweet. Then you'll hear from us again at the end. t-shirt design <laughs> topic by Hot Topic. Yay, yes. Um, what was your inspiration for that? Um, I very much am a Raylo <laughs> fan, very much. Um, and honestly, like, I designed it in the hopes that they would pick it so I could have a Raylo shirt to wear <laughs> because there really isn't a whole lot of Ray and Kyla stuff. And there's, mm-hmm. there's lots of Kyla with the mask or there's Ray kind of like says resistance or something, yeah. but there's no real cute... There's not, like, enough Ray and Kyla stuff, and so I was like, I want to make this in the hopes that if it gets picked, then people who like it, like like us, yeah. can have a cute <laughs> shirt so to awesome. wear. Were you surprised by the reaction to it? Because, like, at least the people who I follow, like, went berserk. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, my God. I actually found it on, um, <laughs> I found it on Tumblr because I, I knew I had won the contest, and so I signed, you know, I signed all this paperwork, and... 
they kind of made it sound like we might make shirts of this, yeah. you know. So if we make shirts, blah blah blah, and I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course. And then I didn't realize they had actually made shirts. Yeah. So someone on Tumblr did this and said, oh, I found this shirt at Hot Topic, and someone else was like, this shirt's drawn by, you know, Kid yeah. Girl, and I'm like, that's me. And I was like, they did make shirts. I'm like, so I was surprised. That's awesome. And so the Raylo fam found it before. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I mean, they're on top of things, right? Yeah. The Raylo fam. Yeah, they're always on it. Oh yeah. That's quite. Quite the you can go down a rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So, what do you think is going to happen between those two in the next Star Wars movie? Um, I expect them to fight a little bit, uh-huh. and then they'll team up, and then they'll save Against the, the day. Of Ren. Uh, I kind of hope so because I love that uh, TFA like, kind of vision. Yeah. I don't know if that's Knights of Ren or did not. Did you see but... the new pictures? Yes, I did. Yeah. yeah. Like. <laughs> Because that one with, with Ray and Kylo, I'm like, are they fighting against the Knights of Ren together? That would be amazing, ah. and I would love it. Or oh, least... I just noticed you're Ben Swolo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, this goes to every convention with me. Nice. Yeah. So what do you, do you have any thoughts about, like, the future? You know, this is, like, the end of the era. Yeah. This era. But, like, the future, though. What do you think future. we're going to see? I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't really know what I want. I, I want happy ending. I want a happy I ending. And it's kind of like the, you know, I want it, a part of me. <laughs> it's always. Um, I would like to see the continuing adventures, at least of like Poe and Finn or something. I hope they yeah. do more. Maybe like they'll do a Disney Plus series or something. I with, would with just these go people. Crazy and yes, I, I don't know them. what they're gonna. I heard. I'm hearing all kinds of stuff now. They're like. Like Knights of the Old Republic stuff. Yeah, in. that's what I heard. I'll see. I, I don't want to get my hopes up. It's kind of like the uh, Obi Wan movie and I that know. stuff. It's like, I'll, I'll wait and see before I get yeah. too excited. Mandalorian should be interesting. Yep. Mandalorian right. Resistance. Oh, and, and then there is the there's a Cassian show, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. I think it's like a couple of years from now, but it's coming. It's yes. uh, that's confirmed. So I don't have to speculate. Disney Plus. I'm like, I don't think I need anything else ever yeah. after Disney Plus. <laughs> like I'll probably cancel Netflix it's like most of the stuff on there I watch is like Marvel or Star Wars <laughs> yeah pretty or much me too but yeah anyway so I guess I see you have people but let's, let's wrap it up um, where can people find you online you can find me at kick-girl.com that's my webcomic uh, or you can find me on Twitter I'm kickgirl and that's probably the best place to find me I'm also kickgirl on Instagram as well okay. so see my cute arts and Parts, I guess. Awesome. <laughs> okay, just finishing the Brian Herring panel, and we got a fully functional BB-8 here. You can probably hear him in the background there. Um, yeah, I'm hoping to get a few questions from his controller, but he's BB-8 has gathered quite the crowd, um, and everyone is just smiling away. And the little kids love him. But, yeah, when the crowd dies down a little bit. Can I ask you a few questions about BB-8? So, are you part of the R2 Builders Club? There's actually a BB-8 Builders Club. Oh, BB-8 Builders Club. He's got his own club now. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, like, how heavy is he? He's about 36 pounds. Oh, wow. So, um, how does the controller work? Uh, there's one controller, the stick on the left, that actually does the head. So forward, backwards, and spinning. And the stick on the right does the body controls. 
So he's uh, gathered quite the crowd over here, and I'm sure that's a pretty common response. People love BB-8. <laughs> How does that uh, make you feel when you see the reactions, especially like the little kids? Oh, it's, it's awesome. It's the whole reason why I do it. Awesome. Otherwise, I wouldn't be here. I do it for the kids, not for me. Very cool. Do you have any more uh, BB unit projects in the works? Actually, I've got a, another BB-8. I have a BB-9E, which is done. Oh, nice. And I have a custom one that I just finished. Oh, cool. Very awesome. All right. Um, what was your name? It's Carrie, C-A-R-Y. Okay. Yeah. Where can, can people go online to find out more? If they go to BB-8 Builders Club, okay. there's a Facebook group and an actual web page as well. Thanks for chatting. You're welcome. Have a good day. Okay, so I found Luke, you guys. How's it going, Luke? I am doing well. The force <laughs> is balanced. So are you Luke pre The Last Jedi or post The Last Jedi? Last Jedi, yes. <laughs> yes. There's no, like, blue haze around you. Uh, no, no, I, I haven't crossed over <laughs> to the uh, balance yet. So. Awesome. Very good. Um, what's your real name, by the way? Uh, Duncan McLeod. Okay. <laughs> and, I, yeah, that's serious. <laughs> but... Are you part of the Rebel Legion? I am a new member. Nice. Just, just joined up. Thank you. Very good. Um, what made you choose Luke to dress as? Uh, honestly, he was the only one I looked at, like you know, yeah. the older Luke. So. Hey, that, that's somewhere. Guess start somewhere, right? Hey, Star Wars started in 1977. So did I. <laughs> there you <laughs> so. go. Very cool. Um, so, have you found that you've had like parallels with your life and Luke Skywalker's life? Absolutely. Yeah. I, I've kind of always been that type of guy that's in the middle trying to do the things that are right and help folks out. And that's why I start actually started a different charity group and joined several others just to oh, wow. yep, spread good causes. Very good. Um, were you surprised um, the, the path that Luke found in The Last Jedi? Spoiler alert. Yeah, it was not surprising. I mean, you know, being through as much as he has and, you know, kind of having that, that slightly jaded attitude towards mm -hmm. the universe, I, I kind of get that nowadays, but yeah. <laughs> still do it, willing to do the right thing. Uh, what kind of Luke are you hoping to see in The Rise of Skywalker? Hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of hoping he's the, the still the wisecracking, but, you know, trying to help out the... Uh, future Jedi. And yeah. Yeah, still the good guy, but got that snarky head in Last Jedi. <laughs> yes. I like when he hits Ray. When he yeah. <laughs> Do you feel the force? You feel it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Do you think uh, Skywalker in the title of The Rise of Skywalker is Luke? No. Who do you think it's referring to? Oh, I think it's Ray. Yeah. I, I, I'm really hoping she at least somewhere is a lineage of Skywalker. So. She just looks like a Skywalker. Yeah. That, her her level of force, no, or power. I think. Yeah. Kylo was just like messing with it. Yeah. Like, Here your parents were drunk, salty. Yeah. Or <laughs> you learn. Learn how to drive a car by stealing it, and Luke actually read the manual before driving it. So, yeah. <laughs> or rated. Yeah. <laughs> so. I like the theory too that it might be like instead of calling her Jedi, they think he's calling Skywalker. Yeah. Forward. Yeah. That's kind of an interesting theory. It is neat. Yeah. Because it really is a new form of Jedi. Yeah. They're not really Jedi, but they're... Because they're not, like, obviously that didn't work for them. Yeah, yeah. There needs to be a, an evolution. A yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Very good. All right. Um, do you have any final thoughts about Luke Skywalker? Oh, just uh, high hopes and, you know, hopefully the, the future of 
Star Wars will live on through the, the generations to come. So. Very good. Awesome. Hi, this is uh, I'm Nicola McKenzie. I work at the Arizona Museum of Natural History, and uh, I'm a huge, huge Star Wars fan. I've actually got this really crazy theory about what's going to happen in uh, Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Now, I'm not going to say the exact details <laughs> because if I'm actually right, this will spoil not just the whole movie but the entire saga as a okay. whole. So I will give you a bit of a, a few hints, though. Uh, a number one thing that actually led me here since Force Awakens, because I've pretty much got this thing going since Force Awakens. And the trailer for episode nine actually confirmed it, but number one thing that led me here is John Williams' music. Okay. The man is a genius. Yes. Um, I know, I've actually kind of noticed online, not many really people like the sequel tracks, and I will admit some of the, the ambiance and everything is a little shaky, but the main character themes, especially Ray's. Ray's yes. is a very important piece, which uh, number one thing you want to do with it, you want to kind of catch on to some of the theory, is uh, play it backwards. Listen to Ray's theme. Yeah, listen, to, even Kylo's too. Listen to Ray's theme backwards, mm -hmm. and Kylo's theme is actually part of another character's theme, but cut down. And I actually think that's a pretty big uh, hint to you where he's going as well. But uh, John Williams scores, listen to Ray's backwards. It's got three independent themes in it. Mm -hmm. uh, I will tell you, because it doesn't really spoil much, yeah. but the three independent themes you hear in Ray's theme, if you play it backwards, are uh, Anakin's theme from Phantom Menace, mm -hmm. you know, Kid Anakin's theme. You, you also hear Across the Stars from episode two. And you hear the Imperial March as well. All of, Anakin, all of Anakin's themes. Now, if you play it forwards, you actually also hear the Force theme from uh, Episode 4 mm -hmm. and use past that, but it's actually mainly the one from Episode 4. There's a slight difference, but it's okay. mainly that one. You also hear hints of Yoda's theme as well, but the main prevalent one, uh, the main part of her theme, you know, the, you know the main part of Ray's theme, the dun 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 dun, that played backwards is dun 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 dun, is the Imperial March. And that really, I think, it's, it's a really big hint to where her character is going. Uh, they've had this planned out since day one. And actually, another thing, the titles do form a sentence if you actually know how to format, that, uh, format them correctly. Because Force Awakens, comma, The Last Jedi, uh, colon, or a transition like a dash, The Rise of Skywalker. And now another way to think of this is The Force Awakens, the previous Jedi, The Return of Skywalker. There's one way to... I'm not going to fully kind of explain that because that'll shatter the whole thing and okay. the truth to be revealed, but that's one way to think about it. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, let me think if there's anything else that I can't... Uh, so do you think outright, uh, Rey and Kylo will kind of have, like... Like, like Rey will end up on the dark side and Kylo will end up on the light side? Like, there'll be, like, a I do think... I personally, I personally do think that Kylo will turn towards the light just because of how they've shown his character kind of been going in uh, Force Awakens, Last yeah. Jedi. Like he wanted to be free of the pain, but ultimately, him killing his father turned out to just make it worse. And like he couldn't bring himself. Yeah, to and he could. Yeah, and if you actually kind of look at his mask as a bit of symbolism as well, mm -hmm. he really kind of relies and he wants to be like Vader and Force Awakens, and that's kind of symbolized by the mask. Mm -hmm. But when Snoke kind of calls him out on it and really kind of makes it a point of targeting him on it, he destroys the mask. Mm -hmm. But if you notice in Rise of Skywalker, he's reforged it. So this could mean two things: he's either come to terms with his pain and he's embracing it like a true mm -hmm. Sith and everything. Or he's back to using that crutch of Vader, and he's back under the mask like he was, mm -hmm. and he's a scared little child like he is in Force Awakens. Yeah, and yeah, there's kind of a, it's very circular. It, it's like George Lucas said, it, it's like poetry. It rhymes like the yeah. rest of the saga. Yeah, and uh, I especially also note that Luke's character. Uh, I know there was kind of a bit of backlash about where Luke's character went in Last mm -hmm. Jedi, but I feel like Episode Nine is going to explain that. I really yeah. do think that it's going yeah. to be explained. Uh, and if you actually notice. Uh, Episode 8, Last Jedi, uses a lot of themes from Revenge of the Sith. And actually rewatching mm -hmm. it, the movie has a very Empire Strikes Back mixed with Revenge of the Sith feel. And one of the number one things is when Luke goes to kill Kylo, 
that's actually very reminiscent of when Anakin goes to kill the younglings. It's to mm. save the ones he loves, just like what will happen with Luke. Except in this case, Luke didn't kill the younglings, and yeah. coincidentally, that got him, a, you know, huh. exiled and everything. Yeah. And oh, another huge thing to pay attention to, which actually hints towards uh, where Rey is going, the cave scene in Last Jedi and the uh, Force Vision in Force Awakens. Mm -hmm. There are voices that really tell you what's going on, and. Uh, yeah, there's just a huge bunch of crazy stuff you have to pay mm -hmm. attention to. Even the character designs, like uh, like Snoke. Snoke's ring, actually. Uh, the inscriptions on it are, are part of the same language of the uh, alien race that Palpatine uh, has in his office. They're called the uh, the Dwarty, the Four Stages of Dwarty. And they're the same uh, style of paintings and sculptures Palpatine had in his office oh, wow. in Revenge of That's the Sith. That's a good catch. I never heard that one. Yeah, and... Uh, yeah, and actually, uh, here's here's a quick, here's a really co cool music uh -huh. cue. In Force Awakens, when we first see Snoke when he's uh, in the hologram and talking mm -hmm. to Kylo, the music that plays is the exact same as the opera scene in Revenge of the Sith of the, oh, wow. the, the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise. That's crazy. There's only like a two-note difference, but it's like really, really close. And what's even crazier, someone took Snoke's theme from that movie and overlaid it on that scene, and the change in musical uh, instruments and musical tone is so exact. It lines up with the dialogue between Anakin and Palpatine. So Snoke's theme is like every time, like, and it, it just lines up perfect. It's Speaking it's insane. Of the Emperor, have you heard the um, you know at the end of Episode One? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the Augie's great unit. Yeah, I know, I know you're backwards. going with that. Yeah, yeah. backwards or uh, even if you just shift it from a uh, major to minor, it's the, yeah, uh, isn't that crazy? The Emperor's theme. Yeah, and I and I especially think that that's why you should pay attention to the music because yeah. John's been doing this for a long time. Yeah. Okay, so hopefully you enjoyed uh, those exclusive interviews from phoenix fan fusion so gary what kind of plans do we have for blaba going forward well i think we've got a, a heck of a lot of content to cover kate i know we want to have a chat about master and apprentice oh yeah i was actually speaking to the lovely folks at penguin and they and they were really excited to hear that we were uh, rebooting again nice so I think, uh, as usual, we would always have a book segment. Myself and you are both big literature fans, and obviously we have a soft spot for Claudia. And I think the good folks at Penguin are still going to be providing us with some goodies for some giveaways that are going to be coming up. Woohoo! That's awesome. Yeah, so that's going to be exciting. Obviously, we have the fa. Uh, we have the the films coming up in the TV mm -hmm. series, so The Mandalorian, um, Cassian Andor, and then the mm -hmm. rumoured Obi-Wan slash whatever the, the <laughs> he whatever the heck it's going to be. So we've got lots of content to cover. So I think the plan potentially going forward is we're maybe going to try record every second week, maybe. That's, that's the plan. Try put out <laughs> maybe, yeah. But it's, it, it, should be, it should be pretty manageable to do... Um, that's that's essentially what we're hoping for but we are always open to suggestions you know if there is something you would like us to to talk about or ask us questions you know so did i hear a rumor that you might be at the galaxy's edge opening in august for disney world i'm not at the opening i'm there the week after it opens okay yes, so we'll have I... a first-hand account for that I probably won't get there. I mean, I would like to the sometime this year, but realistically, probably like next year sometime. Mm -hmm. Plus, we got to see what happens with Celebration Anaheim because I'm pretty sure I might be going to that. So I yeah, might be able to I'm, kill two birds. With I'm pretty sure I'm not going to touch Anaheim. 
<laughs> well, that you got you went to the Orlando one, and I can cover the this one. So, oh yeah, I I, we, I, nobody nobody I, was at Chicago, but that might be some more content we can talk about too. All the stuff that happened there. We have an opportunity now to press forward and just talk about all things Star Wars, whether it's the literature, whether it's the TV series, whether it's you know whatever and yeah people will remember that we shared the clips of the irish uh, stormtroopers film oh yeah we may have something new regards stuff coming up oh i am intrigued yes and we may have maybe some <laughs> sneak peeks and insider info of things that are going to be coming up wow yeah, and I was thinking, Kate, because we go to a lot of conventions, mm-hmm. and considering in the realm of 504th Legion, Emerald Garrison, I think it might be cool to open up perhaps a, a little cosplay segment. That would be cool, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. I think that would be, I think that, that could be really cool to do, and I think it would be nice that we could sync it with what's going on with the Ireland Garrison, so local events in Ireland, but also... You've got plenty of uh, around Arizona that could be going on with respect to, you know, conventions mm-hmm. and costume societies performing at events. And I think that I think that would be something that would be really cool to cover, considering cosplay is just getting bigger mm-hmm. and bigger yeah, and bigger. Yeah, I totally agree. Cut the shot, all right, too. All right, so we're going to keep this first episode short and sweet. So I guess uh, if you want to find out more about Blaba. The best way to do that now is going to be through social media. So it's basically just like Blob of the Hut, I think, for all of them, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. You can find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Awesome. And we don't have a website as it is now, so in case you're looking for that. But um, with the podcast, you will be able to go to a site for that. So Awesome. So any... Final thoughts about Star Wars or Blob of the Hut or anything like that, Gary? No, I'm just excited to get to, to talk to you every week. And, you know, we've we've put this off for too long. Unfortunately, life got in the way. But yeah. as I've said, we're in a position now where I think we can press forward. And yeah. we really want to do it. We enjoy doing it. And I'm looking forward to opening it up to a, to a new audience. And I'm sure some of our former motherhooders will, uh, will, st- will still stick with us. Oh, I, I'm pretty sure we we have some pretty loyal fans, so I think they'll be happy to see us back on the air. So yeah, I'm I'm super excited to be back in the podcasting seat again too. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, and I think it's nice that our sole focus is going to be the audio side of things. Definitely. All right. So before we go, let's give the people our personal social media stuff in case they want to follow us. Um. My name, like I said before, is at Kamidu. That's K-A-M-I-D-U-U. And I just realized I forgot to mention my other podcast, Nerd of Paradise. So, Nerd of Paradise! <laughs> which has occasionally done a few Star Wars episodes if you're interested. But it's just kind of the random uh, topics that I want to discuss further. And um, check that one out if you like, too. That one, you can go to nerdofparadise.net. Or on Twitter is probably the best place at N of Peapod. And how about you, Gary? 
So I'm pretty much the same across all social media. You can find me uh, at Plo underscore cool. P-L-O underscore K-O-O-L. Okay, so we will talk to you later. And until next time, may the force be with you.